so the the, the Judean finger is <laughs> <laughs> so it's better than me um what was the shit one I done? Which Christopher one? Eccleston. Listen, lad. Well, some of them are shit than others. <laughs> you didn't do a Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, I did. Remember, it sounded like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't practiced that, so I won't do it. Do it anyway. Yeah. Surprise. <clears throat> so, oh, show Moco, Foco, Co, Show Moco. Did, did you do one? Was going to be. Welcome to the Show Bowcast. That went way yeah. better than I thought it would. Welcome to the Shabocast, as um, the, the Jadoon said earlier. And um, my name's Paul. My name's Dan. I'm Cameron. And I'm Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, That was almost flawless. It was... Almost perfect, but all I heard was Cam- Cameron cut out. <laughs> so, not just there, so it just Cameron? went, Amron? <laughs> Amron? Um, so yeah, we're back. We're not dead yet. We're back, baby. And we're talking we're about the time. We, we haven't had the birthday three any cake, so we're still, we're still kicking. We're back, no matter how tra- hard you tried to stop them. <laughs> it's broken, you. <laughs> <laughs> the required watching broke him. Uh, um, he, was, he was messaging me while he was watching it. I felt so bad for him. Who me? No, uh, Sweeties. He was not having any fun. Oh really? Not, when was we'll, this? We'll get on to last that night one. when I yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought you liked it. You wanted to do it. <laughs> me? I've been led. It, yeah. No, I'm, I very vocally dislike this episode. Ah, <laughs> oh, I've been led into a false sense of security. That's what I wanted to talk about. Who enjoys it. it. Ah, oh. I enjoy um, bits of it. This is should we, should yeah, we me too. Start, should we keep this until we get to talking about the episode? Yeah, yeah. should we just do the news? The news. Yeah, we'll do the, the news, news and then we'll move on to Ascension of the Cybermen and Timeless Children and then I'll cry. I will fall asleep um, at some point, so you'll have to like, call me to oh, wake me up. Yes, so... so uh, let's, <laughs> let's start the news. News, 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 news. The news. Um, <laughs> there's, there's not much this week. I've just got the one story. Um, what? It, yeah. Nah. Let me check the Discord. We put loads in. They were all like doctors doing things, like actual real doctors. (laughs) Any headlines? I'm Lord Victorious, and then one that may not be true. Uh, Yeah, so I I didn't include it because I couldn't find a source for it. Don't include that one because it was shit. The the very last one. The one about the guy just bragging. (laughs) That guy's Um, face. I, I only included stuff I could find a proper source for and that I thought was actually interesting. Did you include the Brian Blessed thing? That's not news. That is. That's Come not on. news. That's news. That, that's free <laughs> cheese news. That's the best kind. <laughs> okay, well, just for context, that's... Apparently, Brian Blessed was approached for the role of the Doctor in the 60s. The second Doctor. Yeah, which I think would be a terrible choice. Especially because he was going to play him Chinese. <laughs> Really? That, I didn't really know like a Chinese name. Did you think he that's all the news was? Who was a Chinese name? 
Uh, so he was going to play him as, as a Chinese person. Oh, that's the worst up. thing I've ever heard. Straight up like Wen Chiang type thing. Yeah. That's horrific. Yeah. Of that though, what would you rather have? So the... Chinese Brian Blessed or Blackface Patrick Troughton? Oh. 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 Blackface Patrick Troughton. Could I take neither? <laughs> well, these were both options that were apparently on the table. Uh, can I put one. a different option on the table? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can burn the table for all I care. Oh, that is the only correct option. Yeah, the only bit of news I got this week is the Time Lord Victorious uh, double LP with yeah. David Tennant and Pomegranate. You are aware there's going to be a Time Lord Victorious thing to talk about every episode. And there's going to be one every week until it ends. Uh, and, and probably even after even it ends. after that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even after it ends, we still don't know really what it is. No, then we'll be talking about the Tom Baker stuff for 2024. Yeah, we have to go back and listen to them fourth Doctor Lives in a Cottage audios after that. <laughs> yeah. When um, I Rosie. Yeah, so this, this is a big Finnish audio drama called Echoes of Extinction. It's been... Uh, it's been released on vinyl as a double a side with one side will be a story with paul mcgann and the other is uh david tennant and you can listen to him any order and apparently like they're interlinking stories yeah i imagine i think it's very, it's very interesting i imagine it'll be like and then the eighth doctor left the room and then the door opened and the tenth doctor entered the room like, yeah oh, I, yes. I think it's going to be a lot of oh, them just missing it. each other yeah, yeah. uh yeah, um, yeah, it also stars Arthur Darville, uh, yeah, also, also as, as Rory. Rory. Yeah, not as Rory, yeah. and Bern Gorman, but not as Owen from Torchwood. Which, to be Which honest, is... is a missed opportunity, because Owen's like the best character in the entirety of Doctor Who. He's a bit of a sex pest, though. The... I have one piece of news. Okay, go on. And it's not the Brian Blessed thing, because we've mentioned that. Give us some news. Let me just find it. This is fascinating listening. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, this, frankly, this is the best piece of news I've ever heard. Excuse me a second while I search for the. There was the. No, that was last week. I'm going to stop recording. Uh, I went too news. far back. You, you do know dead air is a crime. Is it? Yeah. But I haven't killed her, so. Ask Paul's trying to find his news. Thank you to everyone who has listened to episode two so far. There's more views there okay. than I thought. Thank you. Really? I, I haven't checked the views on last Me week. Me neither. I'll do that now. Found it. I'll do that now while Paul does Contact. whatever the fuck it is he's doing. I've found, um, I've found the news, but... Go on. Go on. Give us right. a little news story. The brave oh, yeah. Doctor Who gave, gave us all for her patience. Shut up. That was, that was a very, <laughs> very long setup. For a joke, shit joke. I thought I'd be able to find it way quicker than that. I'm deleting your comment off that. Part, <laughs> oh. part of the setup or oh. joke was you weren't going to laugh whilst reading it out. I didn't, did I? Sounded like you did. Okay, wait there. <clears throat> <laughs> he was so proud of himself. The... <laughs> Fuck off. The brave Doctor Who. Gave it all for her patience. 
Uh, <laughs> horse another time? I think it's dead now. Wait there, I'm sure there's another one. Oh, there is, the, it, is there another the one? Announced, um, I don't want to hear it. The announced, I'm not sure whether the announced titles are wild. The actually, faceless the one announced the covers has... For the um, River Song and the Tenth ones. Doctor box set. Or the Tenth Doctor and River Song box set. I... Um, you can't see them on screen, so look them up and then, and then listen to the rest of this bit. This is quality audio. They look good, don't they? This yeah. is the worst one we've recorded yet. <laughs> audio talking about pictures. That Dan will make us look good in the other. No, I'm not editing no. this one, I've told you. I'm keeping it one take. <laughs> no, come on. This, this is the one. Um, It'll have dislikes because of Series 12, but also because it's bad. No, just tr- trim out the silences in there. No. Shall we? Oh, so I can do it. Go on, Dan. Through gritted teeth. Um, oh, you got to slag it off. Get out. Okay. I've got nothing else to do but slag. So this week we're talking about <laughs> the season twelve finale, uh, Ascension of the Cybermen, and Timeless Children. Uh huh. Um, I thought because it would be fun to uh, get my feelings out, but then I had to watch the episode again. Yeah. Um, uh huh. I got very it's, sad. I, yeah. I like bored. both episodes. Uh huh. Well, we're going to try and figure that out. Yeah. We're going to figure you out, Paul. Well, and you're going to have to defend yourself, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what are our overall thoughts on these two? Uh, should, we, should, I, no, should we talk about Ascension first? Yeah. Because I feel like the least I think I think Ascension one. is the more problematic one of the two. I think we can agree. Um... Not in terms of God, it's, reveals. It's, I mean, as a, as a story and how it's written, uh-huh. I think I have more issues with Ascension than than t'other one. Maybe well, Ascension yeah. does seem like it's just there to fill out the thing. You didn't have enough ideas for all n episodes, and so, so it's just like, ah, what can I do? I know a flashback in Ireland. Yeah, this was a really, really Don't long flag for Brandon off. This was I've got stuff to say about Brendan. This was a really, really long first act where, quite frankly, nothing happened. It's weird, because in that time, they could have shown us so many things that instead they chose to tell us. Yeah. Like, they always put the time into the first act rather than the third act. Yeah. But like, stuff has to happen. Like, but there's no excuse for it here, because there's two separate episodes. That's yeah. plenty of space. Yeah, uh, it's so yeah. twice the chimbos. <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah. So it starts with it starts with the Doctor and the Companions arriving. Whoa, you've you've jumped the shark. Oh right, well, okay. Should we talk? Should we talk about Brendan then? Should Let's we talk, talk about Brendan? No, no, not yet. Let's talk about that bomb ass intro, shall that, we? That intro is one of the best ones I've seen in a, a long time. It's a, it's a little bit too long. Uh, where it goes into the Cyberman's eye. And then the Vortex that is there for the sexy intro. Sexy, that lad. Proper. It's, it's pretty cool. Proper uh, gets my motor going. Each sounds like something you'd hear in V for Vendetta <clears throat> thing. <clears throat> Just I've never that seen that. For some film. reason. I can't, you know, can't know what we're reviewing next week. Do you know what happens after the credits? Well, the opening titles. <coughs> well, it's a weird little Irish baby, isn't it? No, 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 oh, no, no, it's copyright, it's copyright, copyright. <coughs> that was the, the worst idea you've ever, ever had. 
That was really fucking loud. You don't want to get content ID'd on our th no, third episode. No. Or maybe Ram we do, because this is the worst the best one we've done. Theme in series 12. Um, that, that should be illegal to give Brandon the best theme. Uh, yeah. It is wanna, good music, no. yeah. Do we want to talk about Brandon then? Yeah, over with. I, you know what I think we should do actually is summarise real quick our thoughts on series twelve before the finale. That's a, yes, because good. I, That's good I idea. really enjoyed Spyfall despite it. Well, because I'm 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 a simple-minded folk, so they just <laughs> grab anything from previous stories like the killer sat nav, uh, you know, all of that <laughs> stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I like it. So I can't fault Spyfall. Um, also, I the rest cry. of the episodes though fail to kind of match that for me. I don't know. Series twelve, I, I, for series eleven for me was incredibly. It was ten very dull episodes, um, and I think series twelve was the first time I went. Oh, maybe the thirteenth Doctor does, like, have some good. There were. It was the first time I watched an episode and went, these are all right. Um, so that Nikola Tesla won, and I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, I was the, just going to mention that the, one of the best episodes. Mary Shelley. I also yeah. I didn't mind Paraxis either. I thought they were all fairly like good episodes of I Doctor Who. I think it had good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Paraxis I, was I, a bit of a letdown when it teased like some massive monster. Not mm. not like do you know what I mean? Like a skeletal yeah. monster, and then it was like your mate's going to explode. Yeah. Basically, I I went into this finale with kind of good feelings like uh I'd be lying if I said I wasn't excited yeah sure. I I thought it was going to be at yeah. least watchable um and I was I was sorely disappointed oh the problem I've got with series 12 is with some of the villains like you've got the weird scorpion things in Nikola Tesla's Night of Horror the Skiffer and, and that's Terra come on Cameron Scrub up on your Nicholas Sassler, lad. Off. And um, <laughs> the plastic the plastic stuff in Praxis, which could have been the Rachnos, because it looks a lot fucking like a Rachnos, yeah. Yeah. and an Auton or Nesting Consciousness. Yeah. And like, It's weird that they didn't make it at least related to the Rachnos. Yeah. Like, or like, like mention Like when it. Davies made the Ood related to the Sensorites. Yeah. I'm not sure what the censor right is. It's the, from the first Doctor's yeah. first season. From an episode yeah. called The Sensorites, if you believe that. It's a pretty boring one. <laughs> it looked very cheap. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I I get that. There was a lot of like villains that were very, very similar to ones that are already in the show. And yeah, they, even it, was, it was either he lifted ideas straight from the past to try and get us on board, which worked for me, because like I said, I'm simple, but <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the time he was just getting stuff and going, oh, look, it's like that, but it's not. And it's like, well, why? Come on. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I and enjoy Are we going to mention, well, going to mention what problems. happened in Prisoner of the Jadoon? No, because we're not talking about that episode. Oh, but it has implications on these episodes. Yeah, we'll get to that. Paul, what do you think of Series 12? I like all of it. Mm. Um, I do have problems with Orphan 55 I'm not sure whether it was like cut down a lot in the writing or whether it's just got really shit editing and it has... a lot of it's in the editing 
Yeah. But a lot of it's um, in, in the writing as well. A lot of it's in um, the, the Benny and Vilma. Uh-huh. <laughs> Benny! Um, oh. Then, oh. Then, then um, what else? Um, I think, what's it called? Can You Hear Me is a bit of a like forgettable episode, but it's not like bad. Mm, that one surprised me with how kind of how quickly I'd, I forgot about it, yeah. I, I, I was enjoying I it a lot. Happened in and that then one. both the Eternals escape. A man and goes around fingering people. Like, they're just like, bang, locked up again. Yeah, yeah the finger man was a bit weird. <clears throat> but, that um, could have been a really good horror episode. A bit like um the Nightmare Man in Sarah Jane. Ah, uh, don't. I, I did like how that. I did like how weird the year stuff was. Yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, I, don't, I, won- I don't think we I'll... dislike any of the ideas because they're like cringy or whatever. Because you know it's Doctor Who; it's supposed to be. It's I think nonsense. we just don't we yeah. don't like the execution. I think that's the main. Yeah, yeah. The main thing. Well, here. I'm all right with most of the execution. It's just well, yeah, because you're a, you're a simp for Chibnall. Daddy um... Chibs. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so should we get into yeah the meat and the bones dissension? So the doctor. I, I mean, I there's not a lot of meat on those bones, but uh... oh, God, he's, oh. Just, he's just throwing them out. I'm just, I'm, he's just I'm slagging them off out. every opportunity. <laughs> uh, I've my my summary for this episode is what I wrote down is this episode is a lot of for help. This episode is lots of people I don't care about dying for no reason. Ooh. You, but you just described off from 55. <laughs> <clears throat> that is a recurring theme throughout this. There's a lot of death. And there's a lot of death, and there's In a lot of 12. empty, empty characters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they give us their the sort of character who's introduced just to be killed off. They give I us their backstory, like but we don't actually see any of it. Characters in this episode, to be honest. Like, name a single one. introduced, though. Well, let me, let me get off the list. Oh, Jesus. But, <laughs> but, um, Ravioli. Did, did anyone else get proper Sean Connery vibes from Koshamas? No. Is he... They mean Koshamas. Um, Koshama, he's an Irish actor, so... Oh, it is thingy. Sort of like Game, of, Game of Thrones, man. Shamus, not stared, as they say. He don't. Um, I don't know if he's been in Game of Thrones, but he is. He he's, does... Uh, he... uh, he's Barrister Selmy. I don't uh, know, I haven't watched Game of Thrones. I, but he I is Grumpy in Derry Girls. Like. Oh. So, the names. Yeah. You've got... Very silly names. Fikath. Ravio. <laughs> Yedlami. Oh, God. Fuskal. Koshamas. And Ethan. These, these are some of the worst, like, sci-fi names. Where the fuck did like, he pick Ethan up? It did, it's just like, get bored at the end there, didn't it? Really <laughs> it's like sub-Star Wars level, like, nonsense. Throwing syllables together. It is together. quite good when you read them out. It's just, and Ethan. The one that really, <laughs> the one that really took the piss for me was Yadlami. I don't know who any of... I couldn't put a name to... I can't put a face to any of those names. Um, I screenshotted most of them. Where's Yadlami, little dickhead? <laughs> right, so I just googled 
Koshamus. Can't have my and far away on the screen. Just need to bring this up, and it is a slight spoiler for later. But one of the people also asked bits on Google is: Is Tektion a Rassilon? A Rassilon. A Rassilon. A Rassilon. Not. I guess she's. Well, no, she isn't, because in the script it says she's with Rassilon. It is. We can in, um, assume these, which is. I'll, Get onto that yeah, later, but we'll, we'll get, we'll get assumptions we can about assume them. Yeah, let's stick to essentially the side of that. Yeah. I was just, but it, it was so they they claim to come to the end of the giant cyber war, but it feels very small scale. Well, they're the last five people on, only that, on that seven, point. whatever. Seven, seven bands. Sorry, they seven said people. last, last like seven people. Them again? No, no, um, <laughs> the, last, <laughs> the last seven on that side of the galaxy. Yeah. On universe, they said. Uh, uh, no, I, yeah, I, well, yeah, one of them. I kind of call bullshit on. It doesn't. The last seven on that side. The problem is about. Oh, great. We, we see a lot of the human race in the far future, like, and how big it is, and explore. You know, they explore mm-hmm. the stars and they conquer other planets. So you get, like, New New Earth and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't. Thank you, Russell. Yeah, I. I it's one hard of the to people in Utopia. That these five people are important because you know that there's humans out there and it's all. It's all fine, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, like you said, like we we learn about their backstory a bit, but none of it's shown to us. It's all just dumped on us, um, and we just don't care about them the way that I think I they couldn't. expected us to. I personally think that Ravio is a bit of a man eater, and she's got eyes for Graham. Which one was that? The woman, the older, yeah, the, the older woman who's properly, yeah. That felt like, they felt like they were doing that. Um, yeah. I just want to mention this because I will forget later on. There's a bit where they're both talking to each other. I think it's an ascension mm. towards the end. And Graham, Graham, I think Bradley Walsh just messes up his line and they kept that shot in. Yes. Yeah. But he, he, it sounds like yeah. he's saying, I'm the doc, and then he stops and then says something. Mm-hmm. And it's just... He's, he's, he's such a weird choice. the most normal bloke you will ever meet. Yeah. But just before that, he that says, down. I'm the doctor, and then stops, and, and then says another line. It's like, Get, yeah. Weird. Maybe he was going to say, I'm the dark destroyer, and then he was going to put blackface on or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I have a question with the plot as when the doctor first turns up. Um, why did they park the TARDIS so far away? Listen, she shits a fly on it. Well, not she. As in, like a woman, but the doctor in general. Is she has a fly in the TARDIS. Yeah. Mm. I don't. Buy they had that. the coordinates. Yeah. She put just the coordinates into the TARDIS, and it's like, oh, now we're in the middle of this thing. Everyone into the TARDIS. You don't get attacked by Cybermen. <clears throat> Fuck off, Ashad, Ashad's plan. Yeah. I, I have, well for that. I have a good um, point about this, this opener. As far as I'm, I remember. Oh no! Actually, never mind. I was going to say it's the first time in modern Doctor Who that they've referenced the Cybermen being allergic to gold, but they do it in Nightmare in Silver. So they solve it in fact. Nightmare in Silver. Great, fact. <laughs> yeah, facts that aren't facts, but I do like yeah. the way they brought it up. So, well, what was the point in all those? Because they walk in with a bunch of things. Like, and then oh, just stand around them. for a bit, talking about what they are. Yeah, uh, that was my favourite bit of this episode. It's where everyone, everyone stood in a line and talked about the things they were holding. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bradley Walsh spouting stuff. <laughs> Did you yeah. mention your reaction times that you mentioned before? Oh, yeah. So when the cyber drones attack, the doctor shouts, fam, get down. It takes a further 15 seconds that the doctor finishes that for Yaz to do anything uh, and to do something. There's there's another bit where the doctor's like, um, oh, what am I going to do? I shouted, get down, you get down. Yeah, there's a bit where the doctor's like, well, uh, I'll act as bait. And she goes, over here, Cybermen. And then immediately the other Cybermen go, oh, there's the companions and start shooting at them. <laughs> I love that bit. It was, it's... And she still keeps running. Yeah. I feel like it's well, another example of when she just, like, Oh. For no reason, she just talks to herself and says, I'll do this thing, and then does it. And she does I've it a lot a in good, her era. I've got a good bit about that. In my screenshots, not in my notes. Here we go. The doctor's very also, assertive. How good are these defences meant to be? Um, Not very, because they, 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 do, they, they don't do anything. Last about they, a minute. Yeah, yeah, they didn't know what they were up against. So, in the episode... This, this particular path proper fuck that um, the doctor's like dead assertive towards them when she says well, she's like oh, this isn't a discussion and then Yaz is like arguing back because she does that a lot in these two episodes mm-hmm. and she's like uh, she's like oh, yeah, I've been very careless with just your human and then obviously like referencing Bill and, and Adrich so, like, you know, I've just, uh, just you can't see what I'm doing, but yeah. No, I don't. She willingly took them to the to to the middle of a big cyber war, and then was like, "Why are you here?" Yeah, seemingly, that's why she says, I, "I've been reckless." Mm. Back, back. If only they park the TARDIS closer. They could yeah. have escaped. So, Paul, do you like this episode? Yeah. Yeah. What? Why? <laughs> I had fun with it. Okay. I weren't um, bored watching it. I didn't didn't think any like anything was particularly bad. I was quite um, bored. I, I, was, I quite like the characters. You see, I'm I'm I, I say this a lot, um, but for a lot of stuff, especially Doctor Who, for me, um, good is good, bad is good in a certain way, boring is bad. I've picked that yeah. up from someone somewhere, uh, yeah. and like for me, I'm mostly indifferent to this era of the show. Not for anything particular, but I like when it's good for me. It's some of the best Doctor Who I've seen, but it doesn't last very long. And like for this two part, and especially Ascension, I was just kind of sat there looking at the screen. I didn't really connect with any of it. Yeah, I. It's just dull. Is the that's the big the biggest but not biggest. That's the, the only way I can really think of describing this is. I don't think any of this needed to happen. They just not relate to Ethan because he had the normal name. I don't know which one Ethan is. He's the de- he's curly uh, hair. He's, lad. he's Ethan. He's the kid. Curly hair. The young oh. lad. He's the one who hacks the cyber ship. Yeah, yes. like that. Ah, oh, yeah, the one who can hack a, hack a cybership faster than the incredibly smart and clever Doctor. Yeah, but the yeah, one who's been doing it since he was four. I don't believe he was doing it when he was four years old, though. That's like 
the they, doctor's only been doing it since she was a teenager many thousands of years ago. Yeah. Were they yeah, trying to set, years old. set something up with him? Because um, there seems yeah. there's a bit where the doctor like hack, like tried to hotwire the sh- cyber ship, and then he's like, "No, let me take over," and does it quicker, and it makes a bunch of noises. Um, but then he doesn't really do anything for the next episode and a half. Well, you get a dad killed. Yeah. <laughs> Put on you, Ethan. Um, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Leave it. You go ahead. And like it felt like they were setting up like, oh, this kid's good at uh, engineering and fiddling with circuits, and then nothing came of it. That's the second time in the series. Remember in um, Orphan Fifty Five with James Buckley's character. Oh yeah. And the, the actor like yeah. there was an ah, what a waste of James Buckley, by the way. Absolutely. That episode grinds my gears. Right, but we're not talking like, about that. Oh, <laughs> we'll get to um, that another day. Should we talk about Brendan? Nope. Yeah, no. Any- Good flashback. Thank you for Stop listening the to the Shabokast. We will catch you in episode four. Oh. Just not good um, luck for that one. I don't, I don't hate I've got it. In my I just note. don't get it. I think Brendan is stupid and it doesn't mean anything and goes nowhere. And yeah. it was a waste of time. It does go somewhere? It does not. I'm it not does. saying I don't get it. The like bits with Brendan was, don't. But I just don't get why it was there. It, it does, though, because it, it's like the reskinned version of the timeless. Show. I know, but that doesn't add anything but at all. But she was going to find it, out anyway, poetic. so what was the point? Is it? Is sort it? Of, is it? No. Shit anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, also, the. The child Brendan looks a lot like Chibnall, I noticed. Let me gi- let me Google because I have no idea. I, th- I, th- I thought the the um, like the toddler aged Brendan looked like a little tiny Chibnall. Just a fat baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's offensive to Daddy right. Chibs, though. This is a quote from my notes. I thought the Brendan flashback bit. Stopped the pacing of the episode faster than a brick wall on a motorway. Because hmm. it's just like really exciting lasers, guns, explosions, running away, hiding in a cyber ship. Nice country folk music <laughs> of a man cycling down a country lane in Ireland. A little it's Irish boy. Who the not fuck? See. He finds a that. baby. Do you not want to see a little, a little Irish man riding a bike to the banging score? No. The music that, is the only a... bit I like about that. That's the all I've ever wanted went... out of Doctor Who. It's been building it, up to this for 50 felt, years. It felt very Moffaty, but Moffat would do would reveal something interesting about it. Like if Moffat was to do it, it would come to something. There is a sort of interesting bit I noticed. In Oh shut the fuck up. <laughs> In the Brendan flashbacks has his father, who is implied to be Tecteon, but there's also a mother there who we don't see in the actual timeless child bit. Yeah. She's just a a non-playable character. Right. If we continue to use the video game analogy. I've not got much else to say about this episode. I have... My my bigger thoughts are on That's good, we can finish early. (laughs) (laughs) I... I'm just sick to death of talking about this finale, yeah. which is horrible. I'll be glad it's to Doctor get it. Who and I should be. Yeah, I'll be glad to. Oh, I, have, I do have one more thing to be say. done with it. I like when the Doctor's pure golden, golden Ooh. Ashad. I've I've got. Um, you know when I've... she's like 
that that's what I call in a conflict than that because you loathe yourself. And he's just like, yeah. I like the bit where they're on the ship and um, the lone Cyberman very clearly like tortures another Cyberman for some reason. And then when he's finished uh, and the Cyberman has stopped screaming, moving the human the, bits. the woman really helpfully says, a Cyberman who can make other Cybermen scream. And I was just like, we know, we just saw that. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I just like that particular got, bit of writing. He wasn't removing the human Another bit from the end of the episode. I thought that's what that bit was implying, because, like, my new cyber warriors are 100% robotic. I well, thought that's what that bit that was meant to That would make sense, but... They've, no, like, that's why I thought Yaz, it. Yaz and Ryan very explicitly state they have to, like, scoop out the human bits. Yeah, I think he was drilling it open. Like, yeah, because it was sort of like a whirling blade sort of noise. The same thing happens again later on. The cyber ship arrives at the boundary, and you hear that, <laughs> and then like it lingers on this ship, and and it cuts to what's he called, Koshamus. It cuts to him, and he just goes, yeah. "They're here." It's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> There's so, so much like it's, pointless. It's... Stuff to so some Yeah, it's the yeah. It, he either does, he either doesn't show us something that he should be showing us and tells us instead, or he does the complete opposite. Correct me if oh. I'm wrong. Yeah, so weird. Do you know Koshamus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He lives in basically a tent, doesn't he? Uh-huh. It's like a maze. And, uh, do you know that bit where he says, "I've built it like a maze"? I just walk through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's With a knife. He could, yeah. could burn it and he'd um, be trapped because it's a maze. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I haven't. I, I, well, one more thing to say is when the master appears at the end out of the thing. Love that. And he once again says, uh, Everything's about to um, change. I'm, everything's about to change. He spent, like, basically all of this season. Just talking about how much things are going to change. Yeah. Like, even next episode, he's like, I'm going to tell you yeah, something. Yeah, it takes him, like, 20 minutes to yeah. actually get to the thing. It's and then, oh, even then he you're not going to believe... Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to believe the things I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Just wait till I tell you them, because I'm going to tell you. Carrot yeah, but Dan, things are going to change. Think, things everything, are gonna... Everything's going to change, Paul. At some what point. did you guys think of the Cyber Warrior design? Amazing, sexy, the best. That was ever. that was. I really like that design. Apart from the spikes on the arms. Uh, Why do yeah, I don't understand that bit? You know, for a second, I thought you, you were going to say, "What do we think of the uh, Cyberwoman design?" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's for a different thing. Yeah, um, we'll that's a good that. episode. That all things considered, no Cyberwoman and by Chibbles. No, I enjoyed no. that. Was when I saw that before when Chibnall was announced. Um, I was like, he is a terrible choice to for the first female Doctor. But I tell you well, what, the, I, um, the man who wrote the Cyberwoman episode. <laughs> Do you remember that, that, that? That's a fun episode. Dan, Dan, that bit, <laughs> the most quotable bit in Torchwood for me is that um, when we woke up in the morning, a dog was pissing on our tent. That's my favourite Torchwood quote. That's when Yanto just starts cry, just starts crying. When he snuck the entire oh, cyber that. conversion unit underground. Oh, lad. Oh, oh, my Discord. One of my Discord channels. Not channels, like, whatever it's called, servers. Is, it has that exact picture of the Anto crying as it's 
Because <laughs> it's funner. We'll get to Actually, I would yeah. like to do Cyberwoman pretty soon because I'm genuinely interested, like, to see what you like about it. Me? Yeah. I like. I didn't hate any. Well, until you get the medical day, I didn't hate any episodes of Torchwood. I thought they were all good. I had some really good episodes of Torchwood early on. Yeah, I, I I was expecting the Cyberwoman ones to be bad, and then I watched it, and then I thought they've just covered it in barbecue sauce. Uh, and, and oh, I forgot that's how the episode ends. I had a pterodactyl go to town on it, and I thought, how can you not like that? <laughs> it's like, what more do you want? So yeah, the we like the cyber like warrior. Magnum opus. The cyber warrior um, design is sex. Like, sh- should we talk about the most controversial bit of this season then, which is the timeless? I've children. got two more points on. Oh, hold on. Tension. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. So. The plan that Yaz has when they discover there's thousands of Cybermen on the ship they're on is not to not go anywhere near the boundary. It's let's take this army of Cybermen to the boundary where there is the last known humans in existence. Yeah. Another thing Which... about that. Do you know when Koshamas when they turn up there? Do you know Koshamas stayed there in case there was any more humans? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. They turn yeah. up and they go... Yeah, we're the last humans, and he goes, nah, there are no more humans. Why are you waiting there, <laughs> yeah, then? That is, yeah, I did not think of that. What are you waiting for, Koshama? <laughs> Where did all those other humans go? Through the boundary. What? Like, um, See, yeah, but just somewhere the else. The boundary led to Gallifrey. Somewhere. I know the no, master, oh, master it's always random. Yeah, but I... I I wanted mm. to see his reaction to seeing that the, the people weren't there, at least. It, it's weird because you can watch Doctor Who your whole life and never hear of a boundary, and then you can watch an Ascension of the Cybermen and the Timeless Children, and there's two of them. Because that's what um, the Timeless Child comes out of as well—a boundary. Oh yeah. yeah, maybe it's the same one. Maybe oh, that's that. what I was. I'm so glad because after this episode, I thought them humans are going to go through there. It's going to be pre-Gallifrey. They're going to become the Shabogans. I, I thought that as well, and then. I was like, ah, that's going to be mm. terrible. I would have been. Yeah. Well, do I don't know. That so, would be almost interesting. Yeah. He deserves a clap um, for not doing that. Which this episode fails to be in every sense. Um, well, and what else you got? Last proper note I've got is at one point when they're at the boundary, the doctor says, oh, it's a leap into the unknown. Who would do something like that? Which is sort of the pot calling the kettle black because that is what the doctor did at the start of the TV show back in 1963. At one point, there was a randomizer on the TARDIS, so they didn't know where they were going. And it's basically the Doctor's MO. Let's go somewhere random that is the unknown and do something. To be fair, it's a leap into the unknown. But if you get there and you don't like it, you're in the TARDIS, which is infinite. So, you know, please, you're on you. Okay, timeless children. Right. So, 10 hours. No, I'm joking. (laughs) The end of ascension is fucking brilliant. Seven or, uh, or, or... Seven or, or eight out of ten. Looks brilliant, and then the actual episode is piss. Well, oh, okay, Alfred. <laughs> um, I thought that Michael came when you said that. Is <laughs> my hot take? <laughs> what, was that, Paul? what was that, Paul? What was that, Oh, Michael Caine. Okay. Awful, awful. Here's my hot take. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. (laughs) You, Doctor. You. 
and a timeless child. <laughs> there was this little baby I... at the boundary. <laughs> oh, Ruby, we get the size of a tenderie. Michael Caine's right here. Hello, I'm, oh. I'm Tatoon. <laughs> Tatoon saw what the baby could do and decided to manipulate her. <laughs> Wait, oh, so, so do we want Michael Caine as the master or as Tech Sayun? <laughs> I want oh. Michael Caine as Michael Caine. I want him as the meddling monk, please. Michael Caine as Michael Ooh. Caine as the doctor's companion. Cameron, <laughs> your face is Michael Caine. Oh, he, he asks the doctor if they can go and do a heist because he's always making movies about heists these days. Mm. Now you see him. I mean... Italian Not job. even that. Oh, sh- he's in Now You See Me, too. Yeah, he's There's like... a movie that he done about, like, three old people robbing a bank. And then the next year, he done a movie about him robbing a bank. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks it's... ago, I got an advert for an audio series narrated by him about robbing a bank. And I was like, The Michael, Audible Podcast, yeah. I think he's also in the film about the Hatton Garden job. Oh, sorry, I just... Is that a cable behind robot me. behind you, yeah? This boy. Oh. Yeah. Nice. It's, anyway, a, um, um, it's not a figure, though. It's like a statue one. Oh, right. Still cool. Really yeah, like the uh, master's outfit in this. Uh, I do like I do like his outfit. It's basically... It's sort of... It's reminiscent it's a bit of, of fun. Old, the older classic Doctor Who outfits that they'd have. Like the yeah. more flamboyant stuff. Which I think yeah. they said in a behind-the-scenes thing, it's intentional for that. But, but I really like it. Yeah, I I um I think the Han might be my favourite version of the Master. If not, it's um. But at the moment, I think it might be the Han. I've, I've got a lot of love for Missy and. Oh, Missy's third place. I liked Missy at first, and then she started dabbing. Oh, I remember that. I I absolutely love the Missy dab. <laughs> <laughs> Um, fuck you. out. So who we getting? Do we get place? William Hartnell doing a dab, please? Big I, I, <laughs> is the thing. It was just. It was a good dab. It was a quality dab. I, that's what I'm saying. The sixth <laughs> six doctor should do a dab, and he could go. It's a dab, my dear, and not a moment too soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one for the impression supercut that we're going to be doing. <laughs> when we're, probably when we hit like ten episodes, I'll throw together just the impressions. Yeah. Uh, and then the ninth doctor could do it, and he'd go, <clears throat> "It's a dab." That wasn't yeah. bad. No, that, that, that was, was terrible. That was awful. When no, I was listening back bad. to the last episode, and you said "fantastic," I was like, "Did we get Chris Eccleston back?" What? <laughs> Sounded like exactly like him. Fantastic. So what? What big finish can't even do, unless he can. <laughs> oh. Uh. So my hot take for this episode <laughs> is Go I on. think it's one of the worst things that's happened to Doctor Who in a very long time. Ah, I is don't that think a hot it take? Uh, it's bad, but it's not It's not the worst. I, do, I don't it's think that's like... a hot take. That's a boring take. Boo! Oh. <laughs> it, it changes everything for no reason. My hot take for this episode anything, though, going forward. it that's doesn't my change thing. anything. Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, no, what it, was the point? It, it, She's over it. The... She gets over it five minutes later. So it's like, so what it's was like, the, yes, the, the amazing, by biggest the way. change to, like, the origin of the Doctor? 
that adds absolutely nothing at all. Yeah. Well, I don't get it. It adds Ruth. Great. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. I genuinely really she like her. She is good. She is good, but like, yeah. where are you from, Ruth? Like, <laughs> Gloucester. Any explanation? Please? Doesn't have the answers to those questions. Why have you got a TARDIS roof? Why are you called the Doctor Roof? She's from Gloucester. Um, <laughs> she's from Gloucester. She she does tours. <laughs> yeah, she's she, she, uh, from Gloucester. She, she speaks to the duck, I think, at some point. Yeah, there's a couple of lines. woman that gets incinerated. Oh. There's a, there's a couple of lines spoken by the master in this episode, which so I I think the Missy arc from series ten is one of my favourite things they've done with the master. That is a good um, one. And everything like like a lot of the things said by, by the master in this episode just just fuck fuck you, no fuck you. There's there's one there's a bit where the master says take my hand and the doctor says never, and. Like, that is what the Doctor spends all of Series 10, like, asking the Master to do. To be fair, Tumblr probably went wild when that happened. Ah, oh, they're going to fuck. No. <laughs> and, and, and then later, the Master says, we both know... <laughs> the says, I, I believe you're appeal- appealing to my better nature, which we both know I don't have. It's like, like you, do. Just did. you do. You do. Do you we know spent, what I thought would have been cool? Series ten. Well, no. Proving I, you have one. I thought would I thought it would have been cool, but I also would have hated it because of what I'm about to say. But I thought if if he kills the doctor there and then, yeah, which obviously bad, but I'd like to see it where he keep kept his word, and he went and saved the companions. You know that would have been quite interesting. But obviously. Mm. Big sacrifice for that scene to happen. Um, uh, uh, I I've got a few good quotes from the master for this episode. I quite like the bit where um, he, he 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 admitted that he thought the death particle would kill him when he oh, when he the drank death it. particle. What, right, oh, God, this I is this is where my biggest particle. issue with the episode is, and it's not to do with the canon or anything like that. It's just mainly down to like mm. what why what was that. The yeah. it, it's when the lone Cyberman reveals he has this really powerful weapon to the master who he doesn't trust, um, hmm. and then tells him exactly what it'll do, and he's like, "Look, I've got it, and it can be activated." And it's just like, so we you knew he was going to betray you then because, like, I I don't. Why did he tell him that? He clearly doesn't trust him. It just makes no sense. I didn't get the sense that he didn't trust him because he seemed very trusted. I don't think so. Yeah, he, uh, he seems to trust them to me. I think he's. I think he was just quite questioning like, him. The moment they meet in the room, it they, they seem to have a good rapport with each other, and then, and then when they when they I actually come because face they're face, insane, though. Yeah, when they come face to face, they seem to agree on a lot of things, and they tell each other a lot of things from the off. Yeah. They start spitballing about the Cyberium, and then they get on the ship to like execute the idea. And um, the master executes him instead. Thank so you. What was, that the, was, point, what was the point in Ashad then? Because uh, he was good. He was a good. I, he dude. was good, but but the master's he's better. Dead. He's dead. To, to quote the master, I mean, it's good, but it's not great. That's what he said. The master's yeah. better than Ashad. So <laughs> Ashad's dead. <laughs> 
twice that, I guess. There's a bit in this episode where the master quotes the poem uh, Ozymandias by Percy Shelley. Oh, does he? Look upon Um, my work and despair. Yeah, which... And the the way in the context that the master quotes it uh, made me realise that Chris Chibnall does not understand the poem Ozymandias. No, I remember studying this thing at school. Anyway. <laughs> I yeah. have not got Ozymandias. anything to do with that scene. So yeah, so that line <laughs> is is it's about how like this this old king was like, look at all the great shit I've done, and it's written on a written on a thing on the bottom of a. Like a broken statue of him, but when you look around the statue, there's nothing but like deserts, and time has consumed his whole empire. Mm. And the point of the line is like the hubris of this king who thought he could like outlast time. But the master just says it because he thinks the thing he's done is cool. The master outlasted the time lords. Great. Um, yes, he did. So clearly, Chris yeah, Chibnall just thought this in time. Clearly, clearly, Chibnall just thought that was a cool line because I, Chris Chibnall is a hack. To be fair, I thought that was a cool line when he said it. I got the tingles. If that's an it, well, because it is an amazing poem and it's a great line from that poem, but it's not. This isn't the place to use it. Yeah, but the master's the master, so. Great explanation. Well, yeah, um, no, not that. What I mean. He's insane, Dan. He's insane. He's, he's just oh, insane. Yeah, that, right? It's fine. That, that's that, that's right. not what I mean either. I mean, the master's obviously twisting the meaning. To... I don't think Chibnall thought about it that much. Just yeah, I don't. But I have thought, thought about this episode. I put more hours into this episode than Chris Chibnall. Yeah. In my I, opinion. I believe because it of what happened in Haunting of Villa Diodati. Episode previous, the one with Percy Shelley in it's mm-hmm. sort of like a look. You tried to save this man, and now I'm using his words against you. Ha ha! And it's ironic. Uh, is it? <laughs> oh, I do like that, but no. Irony in that. The master, about no. it that way. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the master's got the Siberium in him. No, not at that point. He didn't. He doesn't have that. Point, does he? Nah. <laughs> uh, sh- shall we talk about? What this episode? Yeah, the timeless elephant the, the, in the room. The big bits. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have an ex- I have explanations for most of this, by the way. Okay, I can't wait to hear. Can you give them, them at the end. Um, the, uh, I'm going to so, go to sleep now. <laughs> wow. So this episode reveals that um, the Doctor is not Galfrain, but in fact a weird little child someone found outside a space portal, and I. I'll, as, as, a, as putting a pin in this, I'm not looking forward to what that means for Series 13. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, so he's a weird little child from a space portal. And is also where the time has got all the regenerations from. So oh. I, it's... I, it's I, I hate... I hate it! I hate it! I, I don't like it. Done. Yeah. I I just like it. Over. <laughs> he's dressed like Burglar like- Bill. I just <laughs> lad, I was just thinking about Burglar Bill yesterday. <laughs> I dislike this aspect of Doctor Who. <laughs> okay, Burglar Bill. <laughs> um, that entire so, bit was redundant because it's audio, not visual. I was just trying to get as far away from the microphone as possible. So, 
my explanation, yeah, but one part of this. So everyone's like, oh, why is the Doctor and the Time Lords all have two hearts? Well, obviously, the Timeless Child had two hearts. And then um, Tech Tayun spliced the, the genetics of the Timeless Child with Shibogans. And then the Shibogans regenerated and gained the same biology. Like, so they'd also have two hearts. <laughs> and then in the far future... With, with the Time Lords, none of them knew about this, so everyone just has two hearts. Like, and can regenerate when they do their um, Time Vortex. When they, when they go to the Academy. Whereas, it's never st- stated that anyone, like... Well, anyone born of a Time Lord will also have two hearts after that. They say that in the episode. That um, <laughs> it's spliced into the genetics for the future for the future Gallifreyans to, inher- to inherit. So everyone from that point will be born with two hearts. But then regular Shibogans just can't regenerate because you've got to go to the academy for that. So, like, the Sisterhood of Khan can't regenerate, but they've mastered the art of regeneration like the Seasoth. So... It, it's... This... This reveal is... It feels like Doctor Who's midichlorians. Listen... That's not a bad comparison, actually. This is nowhere near as shit as the prequels. I no, but it like it's it's something that demystifies something that A, a doesn't need to be and was better when it wasn't. It and it, it offers of, it offers an explanation that is a, Cameron just looks very smug. <laughs> that, so I don't know. What, what have oh, you got to say, Cameron? Chat. Uh, I'm just oh. laughing at the memes chat. <laughs> Um, oh, what's he saying? <laughs> it's a picture of him with some trousers on. It's a picture of Cameron not looking very smug. <laughs> Another, the other, the, the other explanation is people say the Doctor has infinite regenerations, but the Doctor doesn't. Well, I mean, that's explained in the episode. That's not. They, a... they managed to well, limit this child's genetic. Uh, ability. Yeah. yeah, he didn't do it to the timeless child. The um, because he, he, well, he slash she, still had infinite ones. Hey. But when you, well, yeah. So when you go to um, when you become a time lord, it says they put the limit of thirteen on you. But the timeless child never became a time lord because it was the foundation of time lord society. But then the doctor became a time lord, and they put the regeneration limit on the doctor unknowingly. He didn't know that he already had regenerations. So that's why Smith still runs out of regenerations. It's quite a big area, though. He, you can, he you give can see why people get a new confused. cycle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. put many hours into this. I, I'm just going to throw out one thing that I don't like. It's not about canon or anything like that. It's specifically just how it was executed again. Um, when we see the montage of this, this child, this innocent child being experimented on, and they're just kind of sat there looking a bit gormless. Just looking yeah. a bit bored. Kids are gormless, though. Kids are proper, like... It, no, it, I, what I'm saying yeah. is they could have got a hell of a lot more drama out of that idea. Instead, they just kind of pan really quickly yeah. around this, this kid just changing, looking a bit bored. If, if they showed her in agony, it, they got the backlash that Ash had killing Mary Shelley's kid. Would they go? Would they? Yes, because they're killing kids, too. 
Did the beat? Thomas Trout being experiment. Seven a.m. or seven p.m. or whatever. Yeah, I just think that's where, I think that's where he should have got the drama from more than just like why would they yeah. lie? Yeah, I I think what you're saying about the like issues or not with canon, like with this episode is a good point. Like, not none of the things that changes about about canon or the fact that it doesn't really work are the things I care about when it comes to this. It's the fact that it's it's poor, it's poorly written, and I I, I don't think. Shibnall understands what makes Doctor Who good. I think yeah. there's he's no Russell C. Davies or Stephen Moffat. There's definitely room for the Timeless Child idea somewhere in the Doctor Who I, universe, but it's the I way like it was the executed idea. and the way that yeah. he fit it in just didn't didn't go for me. Because it was just a it was just a terrible episode of television. It was seventy minutes of people sitting around going seventy minutes. About, it was sixty-six Six, minutes. Sixty-five minutes. Oh well, I player said it was sixty-six. Hey, um, it was hey, 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 hey. No matter hey, hey, how hey. bad you think it is, it's not as bad as Hellbent. What? There's nothing wrong with Hellbent. You think it's worse think, than Hellbent? I think Hellbent is a fine episode. I think it's not wrong. Hellbent, the one where he punches the diamond. No, that's no, that's nonsense. That is quality. Oh, we'll have to, we'll have to do Hellbent at some point soon then, because I hurt. I have feelings. Um, Heaven Sent makes the Timeless Children look like a 1 out of 10. That's because it is. Just because it is. Hey. The Timeless <laughs> Children is like 7 out of 10. High five through the screen. Nice. Um, but, I like how Dan done it, but other Dan. Wait, I like how Free Cheese done it, but Dan doesn't have a camera. Well, I, I trust, I trust uh, Dan enough. I, I hope he's done it, otherwise we'll all go round your house, Dan. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, this episode... Well, wait, here's, here's the thing. It Apparently, this is an idea Chibnall has been trying to put into Doctor Who for a very long time. What? But like, Yeah, like apparently he's what? been trying to get this through and Moffat and Davis have rejected it. Who'd the idea? Yeah, continually uh, rejected it. Yeah. Um... It, it feels like it's just so he can get his weird little fan theory about I, the Morbius I Doctor. I did not in. know about that at all, and it's changed, it's changed my view on Chibnall because I thought, the, like, the reason I thought his era has been, it's not been for me, is because I thought he's not had an idea since he was younger and worked on it until he managed to get this job. Like, he, I feel like that. he got the job, and then he just thought, well, I'll just do this. Um, I, was, but, wow. I was told the other day, Don, that... Um, Moffat offered Chibnall the role in 2016 and he was like oh no I'm, I'm too busy now and Moffat went it's alright I'll wait so we had an extra two years to come up with this idea because mm. he knew he'd have the job it what what the the way this is executed it I think I could tell what kind of person Chris Chibnall was as a teenager yeah and it's a very yeah just a dickhead I think he was only a, I think it was annoying dickhead teenager. It like like the kind of person who was obsessed with Are you saying that because you saw the Pip and Jane Baker video? <laughs> I think who that backs up my theory a There's lot. Poor, who uh, does we know that has bad Doctor Who takes that he wants put in? No, nope, not not even I bad wonder. Doctor Who takes, just someone who is like, well, I know more about the history of the show than you do. It was a bit more routine, yeah, Doctor Who. made this up. Yeah. It wasn't very challenging. And then he writes this. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, it, it's... Knowing the history of Doctor Who, there are a lot of callbacks in this to classic Who sort of things. Like, they hide yeah. in the Cybermen, similar to how Ian does in 
the first Dalek story. Yeah. Um, they reference the deadly assassin. Yep. It's like there's the a Cyberman no, design. I murdered someone in there. And yeah, it was a lot of the Cyberman design. The also, thing, very classic series. Yeah, that as well. And then also the entire thing with the Matrix revealing something that may not be true is lifted straight out of Trial of a Time Lord, where the Master manipulated the Matrix to frame the Doctor. Well, maybe they've done it again. It it does it better, I think. I love Trial of the Time Lord, but I know it's not. Oh, it's brilliant. I watched it it like two weeks ago. it It was a lot of the Master standing and pointing. And do you remember when a better episode happened over there? And then it cuts to Ainley on that Skype call in the uh, in the time. <laughs> oh, he's ship. he's doing an isolation Zoom call from the grave. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, can yeah, you imagine so I... if Moffat let Chibnall do that? You're just watching dinosaurs on a spaceship, and Brian's like, "Oh no, me balls!" And then he's like, "Me tennis balls!" And the doctor's like, "I've got him for the regenerations." <laughs> I forgot about that joke. Just, just out of nowhere. That's classic Brian, that how could you forget? Oh, oh classic Brian. See, was, Brian. Were, were you surprised about how this, like, because we were talking about how it was executed, um, not like, they've destroyed the it, I mean, like, how how it translated to screen. Do you think, are, are you surprised, given what you no. thought of his previous penned episodes, like 42 and Power of 3 and stuff? Well, 42 is neither here nor there. It's mm-hmm. perfectly okay. Um, mm. Then the the Silurian episodes oh, I haven't missed any there have I? Which goes forty no. two. Yeah, they're pretty good episodes. They're like thirty five. They're, they're enjoyable episodes. They're um, some of his better work, I would say. There's that weird yeah. bit. Do you know where the the wave of Amy and Rory over the road, and like, why are they there? But like you know that bit. Them from the future, but then when they do yeah. leave, yeah. it's she's but not the got. But them from the future, but the dead. Yeah, them from the future, except they're not in the future. Um, then din- I like dinosaurs yeah. on a spaceship and the power of three. Power of three. Standing, power of three like... is so interesting until the last it's five so minutes. It's so fun. Yes. And then you yeah, realise pa- that none of the stuff in it is actually used or makes sense. Or power of three should have been a two-part. It's become a recurring thing with Chibnall's era. <laughs> what was thing... with that girl in the hospital? What was she? Really good episode up until no. the last five minutes. My favourite thing in the Murdering power of people. three. Is when they go, oh, that's the Shirachri, and he just points at some bollockhead, and he just looks at them, and then he fucks off. Darth Vader. It's yeah. Darth Vader. And he does look like Darth Vader. Darth teacher had a poster for the together. Power of Three in his classroom. Uh, yeah. Of course, that makes sense. So because sense. it was the Power of Three, it is three of them, so it, you times it by three. Literally, no other reason, just the episode poster of the also, Rory, though, Amy, and the Doctor holding the cube saying free. Also, though, the three means cubed, and it's like, got cubes, you know? Congratulations. Yeah, Congratulations. That's pretty much why my math teacher had. I, I don't GCS you maths. <laughs> Congratulations, Paul. You've <laughs> figured out what the point of the title of the episode was. Um, I, someone told me that. I didn't even figure it out. Yeah, I think I've said everything. They I say can... it at the end of the episode. Oh, I think I've said everything I can off. conjure up about time. Um, my mate. <laughs> So the timeless children, yeah, remember it was it was teased in um, series eleven. Well, my mate. Oh, by the flying cloths. Yes, the ghost, the remnants, actually, Cameron. If you, if you gonna, gonna, not going to take it seriously, get out. 
Remnants of shit. Remember, remember you got um, Tim Shaw in the first episode, yeah? And then the remnants mentioned the stanza, and then fuck all until the last episode when he shows up again. And Shibnall was like, is... that was a great arc from me, though. This is... But uh, I, I'm, I digress. So, the remnants. Am I... Oh, yeah, they mentioned the timeless child, yeah. The lie of the timeless child. And then my mate, Matthew, who, who's sent in like a thing for us to read later, yeah. My mate Matthew went to me on on like a voice call afterwards. He went, "Bet you it's the doctor," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, probably." I, it could. I was thinking maybe it's Susan, but of course not. In that incest, and would happen. Yeah, it's the doctor. Everything's the doctor. Should have been the master. Because the because the, do- the doctor is the doctor is space Jesus now. And what's the point? Yeah, most important being um, in the universe. There is no other person of significance in the Doctor Who universe. Yeah, anymore. it's... The... I reckon the face of Oshie's just head butter. This episode has changed the Doctor from someone who was defined by the things they did and the choices they made. To be fair. To, so, to someone who was defined by who they were born as. Yeah, they were born is... that way. Yeah, and, yes. and it's their destiny, and their space Jesus. To be fair, and they're from another universe, and it—that's it, what I hate most about this episode. To be fair, it doesn't really change the Doctor though, because the Doctor's still just someone who didn't know the the were anyone who left the planet and then done great things, and then of their own accord. And then became a hero that's well known throughout the galaxy. Oh yeah, well, none of that's to good do point. with them being oh, space good Jesus. point. Good point. To which I yeah. would say, why reveal any of this then if it I, doesn't change anything? I've got a good example for you. So, Jesus is actual <laughs> Jesus. No wait, hear me out. <laughs> Jesus is actual Jesus. Yeah, uh-huh. superpowers and that. Yeah, big JC. <laughs> Just like the timeless child, but then the doctor is more like Paul Rudd, who's also a child of God, who who made his own path to be the, the biggest legend ever. So basically, the timeless child's Jesus, but the doctor's Paul Rudd. Yeah, do you, do you get it? It's a good okay. analogy that I feel. We we all look. That was certainly a collection of words. We, we all love Paul Rudd. Right. I love we Paul agree. Rudd. This is getting See? caught. Cameron, okay. do you love Paul Rudd? <laughs> After now get us to agree with your statement because we all love Paul Rudd. We all love Paul Rudd. That's extortion. So, so we do all love Paul Rudd. Yeah. Are, are any of us religious? No. Not really anymore. No. Right. So none of us are religious. We all love Paul Rudd. We all like the doctor. We don't like the timeless child. Paul yep. Rudd and the Doctor, like, like one being. You you get me? We now um, get Paul Rudd to play the Doctor. Is... No, because he's American. <laughs> That's the one thing Paul Rudd can't Racist. do. Here's uh, another it's thing. Not xenophobic. Yeah, come on, back to the topic. Here's another thing. Um, this episode ends Ryan's arc of learning to, to throw a ball. Throw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and curing his, down. Curing well, his yeah, dyspraxia. He, he, yeah, just well, dyspraxia. not cured. Yeah. He's still got it. I, it. 
Yeah, to anyone who hasn't seen Series 11. Season. Well, that's just Tim Shaw, where it's mentioned twice. Throwing the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was in Series 12. It was in Spyfall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The basketball bit at the start, and then there's this now, and that was was it, wasn't it? It, It's weird, because the actor... Why he refers to the form as the basketball, though? It was. But the, the reason when they he throws do the bomb, it's like, oh yes, in the hoop. Yeah, like, he says in the hoop. Is, is a 500 yard field. <laughs> he says in the hoop. With a fucking massive bomb, it would have killed them if you threw it in the opposite fucking direction. Yeah, the difference between the basketball and the bomb, I'd say, is the hoop's quite high up, and it's a very specific target. But if he got that maybe a metre to the left, it still would have killed them. Yeah. That that his hoop was basically anywhere near them. It's... Um, yeah, just on the side of this little gully. That bit of area there's the hoop. That that big road. What else have you have you got more notes? Um, I've got many. I've got one. Um, I think Graham gets a really bad deal out of this series. Graham has like, one of the best in scenes in Graham. this episode. No, he does not. Is it the yeah, bit where they pretend that, that him and Yaz have got an uh, on-screen? It is that yes, bit, yeah. No, I've got to know about that. Yeah. If you're there is there as well. When I watched it earlier. I don't, the the but, Yaz that he's describing in that scene is one we have never met. I, I'd argue with Well, I would like probably. to see, but one we have never met. That's probably the Yaz, the Yaz head, from the it. comics. It's, it's probably the Yaz from all the good adventures they don't show us. Like the oh, I, oh it's, I'm... I'm I'm glad that all the good adventures are ones we didn't see on screen. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you've got worry, to have something in your back pocket. What about... Uh, I, I like when he says, I'm going to sound like... Do you want me to do a Bradley Walsh impression? Uh, you're going to do it anyway. Oh, so. <laughs> Go on there. Wait there. <clears throat> I'm going to sound... Wait there. That isn't it. That isn't it. I know. I know. <laughs> the... <clears throat> I'm going to sound like a proper old man. <laughs> but... But just sounds like you. Crowd, yes. It just <laughs> sounds like you. <laughs> You've not put a voice on. <laughs> Do, you know... <laughs> Do you know how hard a Cockney accent is? Yeah. Oh, th- there is yeah. another bit. Especially so if you've got a really it. strong Scouse accent on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, <clears throat> ah, I've got to got um, channel me Ben Mitchell to do there this. There we go. Yeah, <clears throat> <laughs> Right there. <laughs> oh, I could just do like a Michael Caine, couldn't I? <clears throat> I'm going to sound like... Do no, something. I can't, I can't do it. Now, you listen Don't to me. Don't do it, yeah. right, then. Don't listen do to it, me. Uh... Yashmin Karp. You? I, I, can't <laughs> remember, I can't remember the quote. I'm going to sound like a proper old man now. You're right? not such a bad human. No, that, that is a good that line. That is why he gets a very bad deal out of this series. Yeah. Remember and, that um, bit where he plays cards with the midgets? The small person? <laughs> yeah. But um, no. the one where he gets the cancer scare. Oh. Like, he's scared his cancer might return earlier yeah. on in the series. And the doctor's just like, I don't know what to say here, so I'm just going to stand over here and type on my computer. No, she, she tells us she's socially awkward. You know where what every is? other doctor we've yeah. seen them be like that, but they're still caring for their friends. Do something. Do you know the way yeah. Chibnall's arcs are always, like, not really hinted at, but it's there. Yeah. 
well, what if the next series, they're like, you know how Tech Tayoon could just make someone into the Time Lord? The Doctor cures Graham's cancer by making him a Time Lord. And then the, the kickstart, the, 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 the chase race for, for Gallifrey, you know what I mean? They just, like, they just screen new, the chase from a, the 60s. A new species of Gallifreyans. <laughs> we just watch all episodes from Bradley of the chase, <laughs> and then we watch the Doctor serial, The Chase. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, scared about his cancer returning, and gets no help with it, and then he pours his heart out to Yaz, and then Yaz is just like, "It's not a bad human." And oh, and apparently that battle letter from Leeds, apparently. Sheffield, right? Sheffield comes from Barnsley, which is just north of Sheffield, and I have had conversations with people from that area of Yorkshire. Love letter does not sound like that. If you show affection to someone, it normally involves the word dickhead. <laughs> I know you can't get away with one seven o'clock viewing on the BBC, but all right human is not a phrase ever used in that area of Yorkshire. If she was writing them a love letter, and we know from past episodes of Doctor Who, you can say arse from one episode. Oh, uh, you're an ass. Yeah, that's a term of affection as well. Could have went, Graham. You'd have a nice ass. Go out and get a bed. And that Ravioli's then, giving you the dodgy uh, eye. Yeah, and then and then Ravio, who created Angry Birds, I assume, in the canon of Doctor Who, <laughs> comes out and she's like, "Hey, Graham, lad, you're a bit of me, you know, and let's move into this Tardis house and and have some kit. I know you passed it, but um, I, I'm a few few thousand years into the future." So why don't we just make another Ethan? If Ethan's my kid, which he might not be. You know what I mean? The ramblings of a no. madman, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, was, this this I was just these two episodes made me realise I couldn't I could not tell you why the doctor is friends with any of these people. Yeah. Well, she just doesn't like being alone. I I know, but like they've got, there's nothing between any of them. I don't well, believe these people are friends. I think Ryan, no, Ryan and Yaz seem like friends. They've, I don't think they've ever had a like, conversation. It's like, hi Yaz, I'm gonna shag your sister, and Yaz is like, oh, I'm not happy about that. What a great character-building moment! No, do you know that that scene? Yeah, he go, his sister says to Yaz, yeah, give him me number, and Yaz is like, no. And then, right, or something like that. And then a bit later on, Ryan's like, ah, oh, does she still want me number or something? And, and Yaz is like, yeah. And I thought, well, Ryan, you're a grown man. You know that she likes you. Go and ask her out. What the fuck's wrong with you? Um, it's a sure thing for you, Ryan. I think I think my that, last thought about this episode... That could have been the shot that he landed, like the basketball shot. <laughs> I think uh. my my last thought about this episode, and I think what sums up Chibnall's area era Chibnall's as a whole. Area. Yes, Chibnall's area. Um, Chibnall's area as a whole. Which, which oh, the chip the, oh, oh. <laughs> the chip space the uh, the, the chip zone. Chibs. It's like the <laughs> space, but with more Chibnall. Yeah, is there are seven like uh, when. They go to Gallifrey. There are seven characters who walk through that um, 
portal. And I could not tell you a single thing about any of them. Yaz is a police officer. Oh, is she? Because. <laughs> oh, are you oh, sure? He's fucking stupid. Because um, Ryan says uh, like YouTube channel. <laughs> are you, like, oh, are you sure she's that. a police officer? Because I don't think the show remembers that. Do you know, there's someone made Ryan's YouTube channel, yeah? Real. Yeah, I, I think, and, yeah, I remember you mentioned this. They uploaded the only two videos in the wrong order. Like, you'd have one job. <laughs> it's got, like, two million subscribers. And, and I'm three of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I think... I've I got think... A... Oh, come, come. I've got a quote from before they start talking about the timeless child between the Doctor and the Master. And the Doctor says, do you really think I would believe anything that comes out of your mouth? By the end of the and episode, she, she believes what comes out of his mouth. Yeah. What? The 13th mm. Doctor? Inconsistent. Huh? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and also, on the... <laughs> no offense, Peter. On the cybership, when the four humans hide in the cyber suits, the Siberium is meant to be this hyper-intelligent and aware glob of yeah. Metal that floats inside a two-face. Cyberspunk. Can't detect. It doesn't even have eyes. I doubt it can see through <laughs> fucking walls. Imagine if it had like googly eyes. <laughs> it has. Cybermen have. I'm gonna make that now. Ways of detecting humans. <laughs> it can't detect four humans right in front of its face. There's probably about that much distance between them. I'm using a visual key here, which is shit for listeners, and. It can't detect them. And then a warning goes off or something saying they're about to crash into a penis tower in Gallifrey. And he just. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, walks old off. On Just penis shoot, tower. All of, shoot all of the Cybermen that you come across. They are then dead. And your enemy are also dead. No, that's too, that I makes once, too much um, sense. I walked past the stop, well, like a crossing the road sign by a Mackey's by my house couple of years ago and someone had fucking stuck googly eyes on it <laughs> one of them fell off when I, by the time i got to it to take the picture um do you we know. have everything else to add yeah about this episode oh that gallifrey oh, no. time lapse is sexy <laughs> that was that was a good that bit. that was a nice that was a really nice shot yeah that was a really good bit. oh the yeah, cinematography in these two episodes is fantastic in places yeah. Fantastic. Just got small bits that I've noticed around. Like, the Master says once upon several times, as if this has happened multiple times before when talking about the Timeless Child, but it only happens once to our knowledge, so that would only be once upon a time. Well, once upon a time, but there's multiple children, so I don't, I don't know what goes through Chibnall's yeah, mind um, when he writes. However, the Tektion travels in space and so, can implant a genetic code into Time Lords that lets them be able to regenerate. Well, yet she still counts on an abacus. Oh, I wrote that down too. How the fuck is, does she do it? Space travel, abacus with the little an beads abacus on. is barely good for counting because you can only I get know. it to ten. She must have been like she must have had thirteen beads and went thirteen regenerations then. And they were like, Tech Tayun, you really are a prophet. 
but you know Paul Rudd. So, uh, I really like the line when the 13th Doctor tells them to live great lives. She just looks dead upset. I think that that's... Yeah, they already did it, it though in Series 1 it, finale. It, it got me. Got me right there. Probably just hit the mic when I done that, sorry. But um, I, it was very emotional. Mm. It, it was but lifted it's though. It's very well much from 2005. Yeah, I can't. It's not as well done as that, but like, yeah. it's still pretty good. It's I the also same hate, thing, but not as good. I just don't get it. I hate the that there's just a TARDIS on Earth. I like that. It'll that's, just grow that's old. That's classic and... Chibnall ignoring Moffat, that. Moffat says the exterior will leak out. The interior will leak out into the exterior until it's so yeah. big it'll dwarf a planet or whatever. Russell C. Davies said, just leave it there and it'll gather dust. And then Moffat just ignores... Um, Chibnall just ignores Moffat again. Uh, as pair. Like, with the Master being dead and Gallifrey being back, he was just like, nope, gone. The disrespect to Moffat, like... Surprised he sleeps at night, I'd just be like, fucking bastard. At it again. At it again, ruining my my canon that I made. Uh, what next? Um, Clara, Clara's a man? I don't know. What? what? <laughs> I, I don't know, I'm just just, just spitballing. Okay. What, else, what else could he change? Uh... Missy's the Rani. He probably fucking would do that. She'd just yeah. be like, lol, I was joking. <laughs> uh, it seems yeah, very gun, ho and he- weapon heavy in this one as well for someone who's not meant to like weapons. It's just like, at, in Ascension, it's like, what weapons do you have? And then in this one, it's just like, they turn up and it's like, if it helps, we have explosives. And it's like, good. You're not meant to like weapons. What 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 happens? You have have two guns and one of them doesn't work. Why have you got the other one still? One gun then. Why have you still got the other one? Why did you tell why did you tell me about the gun that doesn't work? Why did you say two guns? That's like saying, Oh yeah, there's eight people here but two of them are dead. Oh, there's not not eight people then. Anyway. Uh... That, that's that's uh, those two episodes done. Good. I feel so drained I, just thinking about yeah. them. I'm I, sorry, I, like, I've got so nothing else to add. Talking about oh, like, um, that finale. Uh, they're the very good exit for the Cybermen reused at another point where you just hear the Master shouting, all of you through here now. Yeah, right before the yeah. explosion. Yeah. Explosion goes off. Oh. And why are the Cybermasters, oh, which could have been called Cyberlords, Cyber frowning? That's the name. Well, because the best they, they were sad. Yeah. Just like <laughs> just like Chibnall as a teenager when he had no mates. Yeah. Nah, he probably had one. And, uh, but, um, why have Jack foreshadow the lone Cyberman and then not having appear in any of the stories with the lone Cyberman? Uh, because the it's leading up to what happens. Have, have uh, you seen... Um, Spoilers for possible spoilers for uh, Revolution of the Daleks. Apparently, John Barrowman's on the cast list for that. Yeah, as yeah. Well as um, really weirdly specific people as well. So it's like when it's a bit too John Barrowman. Do you know John Barrowman? Because... When, when he said he disguised, well, he said he was painting his flat in Cardiff or whatever, and he like, and that's when he filmed the scenes for Doctor Who. Yeah, like under the radar. Well, what he, that, those dates was... don't line up because. Yeah. Apparently, the dates where he was at that flat were the dates when they were filming the Christmas special. 
and not the dates when they were filming Fugitive. I think, yeah. So, Revelation of the Daleks was filmed in bits of it in Bristol, and there was a behind-the-scenes thing they released on the YouTube channel where they're doing, like, Chubby Bunny or something. What? Which is filmed... Look it up. It's a thing. It what came the out. Fuck's Chubby the Bunny? The... So you're doing the fairy episode now. And so that <laughs> those behind the scene bits between the cast were filmed at the Bristol studio, and John Barrowman is in the background there, and you can hear him apparently shout, "Go on, Jody!" <laughs> Cameron cut out almost entirely for me. Then did you say? Right, I heard. I heard it. We won't, um, we won't tell you. <laughs> you can never know. Um, um, because I cut out, it's gone again. If it, if it's on Dan's recording, it'll be fine. It's not, yeah, it's on my recording. Right. Yeah. Stop. So. Oh, good. Um, Do we have any trivia for this episode then? No. Nope. Um, I, I looked and there wasn't really and much. And Let me think. Um, only bit I've got for Ascension is Julie Graham, who played Ravio was also in the episode of the Sarah Jane Adventures Goodbye Sarah Jane, where she plays Ruby White, who is the woman oh. with the giant stomach in her classic cellar. She's, she's the B-Tech Sarah Jane. And, yeah. uh. well, she's, oh. not, she's supposed to be like a bit flashier and a bit better. Yeah, she's meant like... to be like the replacement. Pretty sad. Oh, episode. yeah. And then they, yeah. they made another series that they didn't finish because she died. Yeah, and for... Timeless children, the overnight viewing figures on the BBC, I don't know if this is overnight or just the episode, so it gets, once it finishes, this is how many watched it, had 4.7 million views, which is the lowest for any series final since 2005's revival. Mm. And Andrew Cartmel, who is famous for the Cartmill master plan where he wants to oh, make yeah. the doctor the other who was the founder of time lord yeah we could do all that society mental. said he depletes the mystery of doctor who that's yeah. him saying right. so the person who wants to do something it's, similar yeah. it's, it, said it, it depletes the mystery it's really Whoa. something when you've got like Cartmill saying that but the thing is you, it doesn't you I, know you're fucked do when he says that going forward so, I don't understand where they can um, go with it. That'll be interesting. Uh, not go anywhere with it, unless they just better. Doctor showing up every episode. But you know, um, you could bring in the unbound doctors if you wouldn't. They could though. They want to get new viewers in. That's probably that, that's what why they'll be ditching two companions is they've probably realised okay, this many companions doesn't work. We're trying to get it's too much. Board, yeah, now. let's try and do something a bit simpler. Uh, yeah, they've got rid of two companions and now they're bringing Jack back. <clears throat> so there'll be two companions. I want to see again. Jack back as a full companion? I don't think he's here to stay. I'd he'll be here for a couple of episodes and then he'll go. Yeah. I reckon if Jack came back on a semi permanent basis, sort of like the Brigadier in the classic series, sort of like, we need a bit more help with this one. Oh, look, here's Jack, we'll just call him up, sort of thing. But not used to the extent where it's uh, he's a Deus Ex Machina and it's just said to save the day, and we have a problem. Jack will solve it, sort of thing. But semi regular. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Chibnall does have a lot sense? of love for Torchwood, though. 
because apart yeah. because he wrote for her and he was the show <clears throat> sorry hiccups and he was the showrunner for two series so that explains why he wanted to bring Jack back so bad and like, I think John Barrowman just wanted to do it oh John Barrowman had co- come come anytime you want uh, yeah John uh, Barrowman absolutely loves appearing on Doctor Who which fair yeah. enough Jordan the watch alongs, he had like a vortex manipulator on and everything. <laughs> had a fucking Dalek in his room. Mm. Like, come on, John, you're absolute legend. Can't see um, it, but I do have a vortex manipulator somewhere on the shelf behind me. Should we do the viewers' thoughts? Uh, I think we should, yeah. I've yeah, yeah go on, then. Should we, um, should so we go back off with them? Because I've got them all up on my phone. I've got the ones off that I've got off me mates. Okay. So. So, my mate Matthew, who um, predicted who the timeless child was, because, it, like, it, it was kind of like, okay. who else would it be? Yeah. Thank you, Chibnall. He said, so I sent him the thumbnail and said, thoughts on these for the podcast, meaning the episodes. And he said, nice. And I was like, no, I'm, I meant the episodes, not the thumbnail. So then he <laughs> said... Nice. He, yeah. So then he said, Ascension of the Cyberman is, in my opinion, a watered-down version of Age of Steel. And the warfare aspect is something that makes it more unique overall, but it is still relatively lacking. Half of the episode is dominated by Brendan's story, which is which was interesting, although little else was gripping enough. Then he said, Then along came the Timeless Children, with numerous redeeming qualities. The best Cyberman designed by a mile. And other, st- uh, and another stunning performance by Sasha Dohan. However, the storytelling of the episode was absolutely abysmal, as the Doctor's character is essentially written for a cheap, meaningless twist that makes her this deity all of a sudden. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, that seems to be the, the the most popular opinion on it, isn't it? Um, I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm a bit of both. Like, I agree that the stuff I liked, but. I don't think this series, or maybe even this series, is for me in terms of how they do stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is a shame, but you know. What about well, then my mate said, he said, Ascension is a bit disjointed. The Brendan stuff isn't interesting. What? Sorry, not he corrected himself later. He said the Brendan stuff is interesting, but not integrated at all. Ashad is the best villain in ages. Decent part one. And if part two could have built, uh, and decent part one, if part two could have built upon it, the timeless children is a great episode for the master, but gives the doctor absolutely nothing to do. Jodie is great, but the doctor stands there while the master talks. I actually don't mind the revelation, depending on what Chibs does with it. But the episode actually goes out of its way to tell, to tell, it it's meaningless, and it doesn't affect the plot. It doesn't affect the doctor at all. One of the worst finales, in my opinion, but the Cybermasters are fucking cool. So it gets points for that. We didn't even talk about the Cybermasters. 10 out of 10. No. Just with um, your. They're a cool um, design, but they don't do anything. And like I said, yeah, they stand, they their stand armor is completely pointless when you realise how weak Chibnall. Chibnall came out the best Cyberman designs ever in these two he episodes. He didn't design them, did he? A designer designed them. <laughs> well, no, but you yeah. know what I mean. He like, also the, came, he came up, up came with, came with one of the best Dalek designs. Yeah. 
I like the Rebel. But, um, just with how you mentioned Rebel. Ashad is a brilliant villain, yep. can the next time we have a Master or Cyberman storyline not have the other one in it? Like, yeah. out of the last five series finals, three of them have been the Master with the Cybermans. It's been Cybermans, every other Cybermen as their drone army. Yeah, yeah, basically every other. Series 8, Series 10, Series 12 as well now. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. can really they stop doing that and let them be themselves? I I think a, a brilliant story. There's there's been a lot of good Cybermen stories, like featuring the Cybermen. But I think a good Cybermen episode is yet to be told in New Who. <clears throat> yeah. What? No, I agree. With no, that. no. There's been good episodes with the Cybermen in it, but. But as the main an episode about yeah, as the main Cyberman. antagonist, we've yet to have a, a solid. Steel. And um, I'd say that was John Lumick, though. That's John Lumick and the Parallel World are like the main well, threats there, not actually yeah. the Cybermen. Oh, it's Age of Steel and Rise of the Cybermen, isn't it? Like the other part. Yeah, it's. Yeah. What about yeah. the next Doctor? I, it's that's not. That's cringe. Yes. <laughs> Cyber King. I like that episode. It, it's not a really. It's fine, but it's like it's not about Cybermen, I'm, is it? I, I, the really the, the idea of Cyber Shades and taking people's pets and turning them into Cybermen. That was that was interesting. Yeah. Just cyber Shades are just Cybermen. They're never seen again. They're, they're never seen again. Though. Like, like they could yeah. have been used uh, in the, an episode about a cyber war. It's weird that they're made out of like a dog or a cat, but it looks like a fucking gorilla or something. Like, what's going yeah. on? I mean, it looks like an actor running around on the floor. Well, it does. <laughs> um, like, World Enough and Time in the Doctor Falls are two of my favourite episodes. They're good episodes. Like, ever. Like, but, really great. Like, in terms of. Mm. Like, this is like the, the Cybermen are just, the the just there. there. Yeah. Uh. Although some of the what build about, stuff was really good, but what about that's Bad close to... That's not got Cybermen in it. What? Oh, sorry, no. Um, Do you mean... Um, and the Army of Ghosts. Uh, that's more Daleks versus Cybermen, not... And one trying to be the other. Still like, half a Cyberman story. Yeah, but they're not what the main about, focus. What about the Cyberwoman? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, in all seriousness, uh, what about closing time? That's a good one. Uh, James Corden, though. Yeah, but. What's James wrong Corden. with James Corden? Fuck James Corden. Uh, the prick. What's wrong with James Corden? He was good before he went to America. And now he's. Can't stand the guy. Prick. Nah. Uh, yeah, like he's, he's just a very. He's. Uh, just lukewarm. He's a lukewarm person. Please, let's not waste our time talking about him. Let's, yep, yep. Let's have we got anything else to... Have, you got any other yeah. mates? We have quite anything a few Anything else to add? Or... We, have, we have more letters. Well, let, not uh, let's just pick out a couple of them, and then we, we'll wrap well, this up. I'll right. read Tom's, because I, I asked him to elaborate, so I'd feel like a knobhead if I didn't read his <laughs> Um He said, good and bad, respectively, and then asked him to be more specific. And he said... I hate the timeless child plot twist in general. All all the plot holes, law problems, and general inconsistencies it brings up. Plus, the episode itself is boring. Is a boring exposition dump. It could have been done better in about fifty different ways. It made the post on Reddit a while back about how se- oh I made the post on Reddit a while back about how ascension of the Cyberman 
should have been the finale. Basically, my reasoning was Ash Adder's a way more interesting villain than the Master this mm-hmm. season. The setup of the broke down Cyberman traveling through time to change the result of the Cyber War is a way cooler premise than the time premise than the Timeless Child. Ascension bought brought in a new Cyberman design and had a wicked soundtrack to boot which unfortunately all got pushed aside so they could do the Timeless Children so you know I got a good one Um, from Ben Hobson Uh, says I like it including the Timeless Child plot but I'll reserve full judgement for possibly years because I 100% don't believe this is done and there are still more revelations, twists, etc. to come. No way oh, yeah. it's done. We, we yeah, forgot I... revelation of the Daleks. Yeah. Revolution. What? Oh, revolution. Ah, well then, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, you're actually, wrong, actually, you're actually an idiot. Yeah. Actually, you're actually not a real fan. Uh, so, yeah, obviously. Actually know that name, actually. To be fair, though, Chibnall... Still, this is only the middle of the story that he's building off, though. Um, so we can't really be like, shit so. this. Can we acknowledge for a second that nearly all the Dalek titles from the classic era and Resolution, as far, and as far as we know, Revolution, don't actually connect to the title? Like, Resurrection has nothing to do with Resurrecting. Resolution, that's a Revel- new year. Revelation has nothing Great. to do with a revelation in it. Uh, resolution Genesis is about sense. when they're created Genesis makes perfect sense yeah death to I, the Daleks yeah I see works. what you mean but a lot of day of the like, Daleks yeah. is probably a day of the Daleks I did, probably th- a I few did think weeks of one for Remembrance but I can't remember what it was there is a connection there it's deep on that um, yeah you got another comment yeah. you want to read oh um, yeah I'll read one more also, okay. Dan, have you got the randomizer up for in a minute? Ooh. See, I'm excited. You have one job, Dan. My, no, my mood <laughs> has changed completely now because this is the one oh, thing I've been looking forward to all episode. Oh, we're going to find out what we're talking about next week. Um, Hell right. yeah. Oh, there's only like three more and they're quite short. So One of them just says, Ashad, Ashad's the best Cyberman idea New Who has had. And I agree, to be honest. Yeah. Like... He's he's very interesting, but then he's very um, good. Oh, that was by Landy, by the way. Um, someone called Chris said, "Really liked the first part and enjoyed the idea of Ashad. The second part is the second worst finale, only beaten by Hellbent, which is a perfectly good episode." He didn't say that last bit, but it is a perfectly good episode. Um, and then Tyler said, "I was disappointed that the Doctor had no agency." And things just happened to her. I was banking on it. The Doctor finds out, finds a third option to defeat the Master, but it felt like a letdown when someone else had come in to so- someone else had to come in to solve the plot, and that guy was Koshamas. What a Koshamas, who just revealed at the end that he sent the Siberian back in time, which yeah. meant he somehow caught the Siberian. That that's up from there a Cyberman. She's good at gymnastics. Yeah, but it's like. To get the Cyberium is within a Cyberman, so it means he had to capture that Cyberman. Well, first find out which one. Sorry. He had to find out the Cyberman, capture the Cyberman, kill the Cyberman, yeah. capture the Cyberium, get through time. <clears throat> yeah. Well, do you know what, Cameron? When it comes to capturing Cyberium, he got the bronze. 
I believe so, you find he got the goal since he actually did it. Well, Rose I'm after he... I last I laughed at that joke. Well, could I laugh louder <laughs> than so people could hear? Oh, it's rib tickling fun. Oh, oh, oh! Watch the um, showcast. It's rib tickling fun. What, what <laughs> that, is, we had? I, that is not our tagline. <laughs> what, what was our other tagline that it we came just, up with it earlier? Might be shit. Um, this oh, is not might be shit, yeah. yeah. The Shabocast, it might be shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, speaking yeah. of shit. Yeah. So, should we hit the randomizer? I, I have the randomizer up on the randomizer.net. Um, Let's go. How, randomizer have a theme or anything? So, I, I, just, I just pressed it once to see to you know check that it works and it gave me hellbent now obviously that's a test <laughs> so we're not going to so i'm just thinking do we want to do you want to do you want me to hit it like three times and give you three like choices or do you want uh, to just hit it and that's it go Ooh, three times f- hit it hit it once and we'll see what it is <laughs> okay because yeah. i don't want to just Shit, keep do doing it, it and it will defeat the point of the randomizer so yeah i've pressed it once we've got earth shock yes okay i've not I seen, that, seen that okay cool so we do an earth shock um i guess so do you not want to know what the other two could be let's, let's just see what the other Go on. it's the first time so we might yeah. as well do another two so earth shock is our first choice the waters of mars is our is our second one Another mm-hmm. good one. A great one. Watch us get a dead mm-hmm. shit one now. Right? Um, and our <laughs> third one is Terror of the Autons. Oh my god, I just watched that last night. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm fine with any because they're all good. Basically, Earthshock's another good Cyberman episode. So we can yeah. do that. And it's got Adrikin. However, oh, is that, yeah. is that what Earthshock is? Yeah. Is that we, one? Yeah. No, also, I don't know if I was that's wrong. That's the one with the quiet ending. Yes. No, yeah. Where it's no got doubt. no audio. No doubt that uh, I I would be down to watch Earthshock. I I'm, I definitely want to do Earthshock. So is it but, Earthshock? However, consider this. If we do the Waters of Mars, there'll be some time Lord Victorious news and we can seamlessly segue <laughs> into the episode. That's a good um, point. But, but I don't want to do it just for a point. segue. Speaking of the but time Lord can... Victorious and then you can do Waters of Mars any point up until like January because there will be timeless victorious news up until it finishes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. if you want, we can have those two, those three random ones be the next three. I mean, like, we can do whatever. Yeah, um, but because I'm fine with any of those, especially Tyrone. Every like alternating, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine uh, if we so... do it ten times and everyone's like a new. Yeah. Like so next uh, week, next week we're gonna watch Earthshot. Well, this week. Uh, at some point. Yeah, we don't know when. Well, this, this week. When's this yeah. one going? Because we're recording this on Friday. Um, night, well, you have. Say Tuesday. Tuesday. And then you've got Saturday, Sunday, and Monday to edit it then. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. We yeah. we are done here. We want to wrap up. Yeah. Let's plug some stuff. Um. What's the email address? The links to sponsors that don't exist. I don't know if we'll we'll use it really. It's no. it's fun um, to like get full messages through and talk about stuff, but yeah, um, I don't. Who uses email? Not us. What we do if you? Hey, listen, they want to sponsor. 
Listen, listen, yeah, Paul. If you want to sponsor us, email us at um, with the shibocast at gmail.com. Listen, and listen, Paul. You simply have to be on email these days. Oh, it, it's the only way to convert in many ways, but in many ways it isn't. It's it's the future. Oh, of if we want to converse with people on mass, we want an Amstrad. Nah, what you want is BlackBerry Messenger. <laughs> um, Nintendo nah, the Amstrad is going to outsell the iPod. Send a broadcast to all of your favourite friends. Do, we, do you want to plug any of your social medias? Anything um, to plug? No. Uh, follow us as a collective at the yes. Shibocast. Yeah, we never nice. plugged that. One doesn't get at- plugged that much. Our Twitter's in the description, but not the group one. <laughs> is yeah, it the- I noticed you done that last week, Dan. No, I, I was like, why has he not plugged the actual Twitter? <laughs> My uh, Twitter's been in there, and I've never mentioned it. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we should point out that I've went an entire episode without slagging someone off by accident. Congratulations. Do you want to do it now? I'm, I'm looking at Tom Baker, not Tom Baker, um, Colin Baker. That was that, In a way, that was an insult to Tom Baker. Was it? Although you did you mention Rosie Moore. You, you literally said uh, that Colin was a We didn't mention Rosie Moore until just now, where we're going to talk no, about Rosie Moore. No, I mentioned it Moore. earlier on. Thank you for and with that bombshell, this episode. We'll with that bombshell, I think we're going to say goodbye. Yeah, see you next week for Rosie goodbye. Moore content. Shut up. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> and we're shock. done. Yep. Earth shock. Right. Stop I've, recording. Bye. I found it on Ro- Rosie Moore content's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no. in a way. In, in a way. Weird. So, do you want me to upload that to Google Drive, Dan? No.